Even though I'm not a big drinker, I do have uh, a problem uh, with um, with dick. Anybody else? Anybody else have a problem with? Yeah, uh, that is my drug of choice. Is dick? I, I do enjoy them, and it all started when uh, with the first guy I ever um, slept with. Okay, uh, uh, surprise, surprise! It was with my Chuck E. Cheese coworker. <laughs> Welcome to the Blackout Diaries, the show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I am CJ Sullivan, and each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we have a different theme when it comes to debauchery and a uh, story to go along with it. And this, this week, we have kid restaurants, basically. <laughs> <laughs> As we have the yeah, great... We have the, uh... yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is the flagship. Uh, Chuck, uh, we Chuck have a uh, very funny is... L.A. comic, Wendy Wilkins, who you uh, just heard a highlight from. She's going to talk about uh, a drinking story that involves Chuck E. Cheese, and that's kind of like the the paradigm that they all hope to be, right, C.J.? Yeah, uh, of children's stories. Yeah, absolutely. There's not of all, all the when you open up a kid's restaurant that right. has like a, a some sort of theme. That's what you're you're. A lot of imitations. There's only one though. There's only one real Chuck E. Cheese that has the band that brings the show. It really was the full package. <laughs> they are. I mean, they're the Rolling Stones of, of what they're doing, you know, C- complete with all the chaos of the Stones, which we'll yeah, get into absolutely. later. And uh, different different band types. I wonder if you could get them. I always wondered if you could get them to play, like, modern music, like those those animal bands or whatever, if you just change, like a Teddy Ruxpin style, you know, if you just change I act. You can because um, I have a drinking buddy. He's actually close friends with our mutual friend, Adam Burke. Okay. And he, uh, we should actually get him on the show. I'm going to tell, so one, he, like a Chuck E. Cheese closed in like Melrose Park or something mm. like that, Illinois. Mm. And he's like, what are you doing with the band? And they're like, I don't, you <laughs> right, know, yeah. I, you're like, well, who knows? And he's like, I'll give you 10K for it right now. <laughs> and now when you go into his apartment, it's the weirdest apartment in the world. This guy's like a, like a, oh, a robotics man. expert. Now, not yeah. that I think you have to be a robotics expert to do what he did, but he has reconfigured it to run on Pantera. And then they play heavy oh, metal music inside his apartment. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I, just because this is one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. I'm going to tell a real quick story. Yeah, tell it. The, the day I met him, he tells me this other drinking story. So I'm like, so you're good at building things? He's like, yeah, you know, pretty good. And uh, Burke goes, oh, tell him about the the underwater contraption you built. And mm. uh, he was working down in, like, the far uh, south Chicago, like past, um, past the Museum of Science and Industry, you know. Uh-huh. And he lived up at the time in Evanston and – like the coastline of Chicago kind of does a sea there. And he's like, man, it's taken me for fucking ever to take trains and buses all the way down there. But if I could just get there through the water, I'd be there in like a half hour. Hmm. So he, he built this thing where it's like these two underwater jet packs and he bought a wetsuit. <laughs> like this. <laughs> but he, he had never tested it. Right. I guess I guess the thing <laughs> could go like 70 miles an hour and he wasn't able to steer it and he just heads straight out into Lake Michigan and uh, somebody at the water treatment plant sees him and they call the Coast Guard and like he just runs out of fuel like a hundred miles out like just in the <laughs> middle of Lake Michigan the, the Coast Guard finds him and they they go what the hell are you doing? Right. You know, it's like, oh, I built this thing. You know, I, I, got, I got some bugs in it. I got to work out. You know, he goes, why is this? He goes, well, you're in a lot of trouble. He goes, why is this illegal? And he goes, buddy, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that. what it is. Right. It's got to be. It's great. <laughs> How many laws we have? 
<laughs> like a maritime right. patrolman not knowing what like i don't like i can't cite you the exact my statue, boss might know but... right exactly Let's, don't worry about that when we get you in that's it that's just amazing Amazing logic. Well, there's only one way to test a run. Like he didn't test it. Yeah, well, we got to He's like a, like an old school like re- when I say Renaissance man, I mean literally the Renaissance where like Van G- like uh, Da Vinci would test planes with his own body. You know, like he has no idea <laughs> Renaissance level safety. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely he definitely has an open invite just for <laughs> a maritime. <laughs> but yeah, he has that Chuck E. Cheese band. You and I. Uh, we're going to get to Wendy's story in a second here, but like yeah. uh, we we find those kind of restaurants hilarious. Uh, we've worked in them. I I drink at them. Like I'll take my. I was kids just going to say, like, you as a father, you must have plenty of instances with that where you're bringing kids in. And what what is the, the situation there with um, bringing kids? Much different. Yeah, much different than you'd expect. Uh, I imagine so they're wel- of- imagine they're welcoming the parents for drinking. That is. Yeah, it's almost the opposite of stadium pricing. Like, I remember the first time I got a beer at a Chuck E. Cheese, like at one of my kids' birthday parties. I'm like, oh, God, what's the damage going to be here? Like, this is, they're going to rape me on this, aren't they? Like, I'm right. like, I think it's going to be Wrigley Field. And it was like cheaper than any bar I had ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like, I might come here alone. Like, this is yeah. amazing, which Listen, I found out you you're not allowed to do. You have to have a kid with you, but. Right, we find that out later yeah. on. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's cheap because, and I think it's cheap like that because that's the only way they can get the dads to buy into these birthday parties. Well, they know you've been through a lot, and uh, as we're going to find out <laughs> later on when we get to the uh, after the after Wendy's interview, when we can take a deeper dive into Chuck E. Cheese and things, I think that might be a reason why we've seen so many incidents happen there. <laughs> but it's funny when uh, people try to. Even like teenagers, when I, I worked at a Chee Cheese, which obviously isn't Chuck E. Cheese, but it's a chain restaurant, you know. It's always fun. Yes, yeah, so you got that. people of all ages, wide yeah, range yeah. of ages coming in. And you get a lot of teenage dates at these chain restaurants, too, you know. And teenage <laughs> dates in high school, you can spot them. And they, they like to try to order drinks because it's easier to, uh, you know, uh, get under underage served that, by a waiter than it is at a bar, usually, you know. Sure. So, like, they, so they'll, like, they'll, they'll order, and they, they <laughs> it was always a red flag, you know. Like, I, I wouldn't want to give people pressure, but, like, you know, you don't want to get fined or whatever. So when they would... They would order like all fancy, like they're ordering the dinner, you know, restaurant. Then they then they mm-hmm. have a drink that would that wouldn't mix at all with, you know, like you know, <laughs> it, it wasn't a casual drink at all, like with dinner. Like, oh, we'll have the wine or like, you know, a beer. And the lady's yeah. like, like, okay, we'll start with the enchilada platter, you know, and a couple um, side salads to begin with, and uh, we'll have a. Long Island iced tea and a Singapore sling for the lady, I believe. And like <laughs> something like what? Uh, grasshopper, perhaps. You know, like. <laughs> and I look up. Really, you want a cream de mint with a <laughs> slow gin? Is that what you? Is that what you want with this uh, nacho plate? What do you want? Fear factor? You're gonna throw up. You should. You should have fucked with them and like propose something that somebody under 21 somebody over 21 would never agree with we're right. like best i can do buddy is straight whiskey <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and just <laughs> and see what he has to do with, <laughs> with that. i get your tequila side yeah right this fucking this is vomit right there <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's hear from Wendy Wilkins and uh, some of her stories about what happens uh, after hours when you're working at Chuck E. Cheese here at right. the Blackout Diaries. Thank you. You guys, this is awesome. This is too funny. Okay, so here's here's the big confession. I'm not a huge drinker at all. I don't even know what a handle means. Uh, <laughs> uh, like in college, it's so bad. Like once a semester, I'd be like, okay, it's my time to get drunk. Because what would happen is that all the rest of the semester, I was everybody's bodyguard. You know, like with all the handsy guys and all that other shit. But then once a semester, I'd be like, I'm getting fucking toasted. Right? And so then uh, my friends would all watch me because what would happen is I would get really hot. 
and then I would start taking off my clothes. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't in a sexual way. It was just like, I gotta get it off, I gotta get it off, right? And so then we would always end up walking home and I'd be down to my underwear. <laughs> boobs hanging out, it was great. All right, so that's kind of what it is. Even though I'm not a big drinker, I do have uh, a problem uh, with, um, with dick. Anybody else? Anybody else have a problem with? Yeah, uh, that is my drug of choice, is dick. I, I do enjoy them. And what happens <laughs> is that when I get really into somebody, like you get a chemical connection with somebody. That's something where you are so attracted to somebody and you can't explain it, no matter how much of a dick they are. You just, it, there's nothing you can do about it, right? And it all started when, uh, with the first guy I ever um, slept with, okay? Uh, uh, surprise, surprise, it was with my Chuck E. Cheese coworker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shame I could never live down, okay? So here's the thing about Chuck E. Cheese's. They're staffed with only teenagers. Horny fucking teenagers, all right? And I was 18. In community college, he was 17 in high school. Yeah, so I could have gone to jail, I guess. I don't know. It was, it was the early 90s. No one gave a shit. No, late 80s. No one gave a shit. No one gave a shit. Um, uh, <laughs> so uh, what would happen is that uh, for Chuck E. Cheese's, um, every, all week it was dealing with fucking kids, but then on Friday or Saturday, we would fucking party, man fucking party and oh there was always one person who had like their parents out of town so that's where we would go um, each weekend right so his name was Conrad and uh, he was so cute to me but a fucking dick so of course I was 100% attracted to him all right I was 18 whatever so yeah so what would happen is he would ignore me the whole week that we worked together and then the whole party we were at and then 10 minutes before we had to like close it down, he would jump me up to me and go, Wendy, could you give me a ride? I was like, yes, you know, because I, want, I, I wanted his attention. And that would consist of me driving him home, almost to his house, stopping at the nature center, and then blowing him. <laughs> that happened every weekend, all right? And I was so addicted to Conrad that it went on for months, all right? I knew exactly he could treat me like shit, but that last 10 minutes of him paying attention to me, I was like, fuck yeah, you know, getting into it. But then Halloween weekend, 1987, the party was at his house. And I went, oh, I guess we're not gonna do anything. But then <laughs> I'm in the kitchen getting a uh, Bartles and Jane wine cooler. <laughs> no one knows, you guys are all too young. Sean may know. Bartles, it, was, it was the White Claw of the day. Okay, <laughs> out of the fridge, and he walks in, and no one else is there, and he goes, so you're sleeping over, right? And I go, sure. And then he left, and I went, that's it? That's what it takes for me to say yes to losing my virginity? I had four other guys ask me who I actually liked. And I said no to them, but this guy, why the fuck am I saying, ah, right? All right, yeah. So then, later that night, it's an old farmhouse. He lives in the attic. It's pitch, pitch black, right? He does not know I'm a virgin. We start going at it. It takes a few times to try to get it in. And then finally when he does, the condom breaks. Oh. Yeah. And this is what I hear. Oh my God, if you get pregnant, what am I gonna tell my girlfriend? Oh. What? Oh! Fucking, I jump out of bed, I pull on my overalls, uh, <laughs> fucking race down the stairs, and I go to get in my car, 75 Maverick, and I turn over the engine, and on the radio is a song by Howard Jones called No One's to Blame. If you don't know that song, it's about regret. <laughs> and I fucking start barrel crying, like just horrible crying. The photo, how do I do this? Just it's hit, up, up. hit this. That's me a week after I lost my virginity, all right? I'm a happy-go-lucky gal, and now I'm fucking pissed, all right? I don't get pregnant, all right? Don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant. 
But then Conrad ignores me for two months. Like there's no, there's parties, but there's no like, you know, when do you drive me home or anything? And then one night we're all hanging out in the lobby waiting for everybody to get done. So we go to whatever party it is. And he goes, Wendy, can you give me a ride? That wasn't his usual MO. His MO was telling me at the party, not in front of everybody. And I was like, sure. And he's like, yeah, I, I got in trouble at home, so I got to call my mom and tell her who's going to drive me home. And I'm like, oh, God, this is great. All right? So he calls her in front of everybody. And he's like, yeah, I got this ride. I'm going to be home. She, you know, this, this girl at work is going to drive me home. Uh, her name's Wendy. Okay, hold on. And then he looks at me and he goes, is your dad's name Ron? I go, yeah. He goes, hold on. And then he tells it. And he goes, hold on. Is your mom's name Shirley? I'm like, yeah. Why the fuck do you know this? And then he's like, okay. Then he hangs up the phone and he goes, your mom and my mom were best friends in high school. Oh. <laughs> what? What? And he, I was like, oh, okay. You know, so there's this weird thing. And then that's where it starts churning. Like, that's why him and I are connected. That's, it was serendipitous of us getting together because our moms are best friends in high school. They probably talked about us getting together when we got older, after we were, you know, like all this, you know, the bullshit that you think about because you're fucking addicted to the dick, you know? So I go home and I tell my mom, I go, do you know a guy named Conrad Moss? God, I hope he's not listening. Uh, and she's like, oh yeah, that's Kitty's kid. I go, Who's Kitty? She goes, oh yeah, that was my best friend in high school. I go, why aren't you friends with her anymore? She's like, you know, life, you know, life, life. I'm like, I didn't know, I was 18, I don't know, fucking clue. Then she goes, oh yeah, he was at your first birthday party. Wait, what? So I look at the photo album, and sorry, I don't have the photos, I was, you know, I'm in LA. Uh, and he's there, he's six months old, drooling at my party. And then he's in the eight millimeter film of us at my party, and I'm like, this is why, this is why it was him. This is why it was him, right? This is how addicted I was to Conrad. It lasted for another three years, all right? Whoa. He went to college, I was going to community college, yeah. Like another three, he would come home from college, I get the call, I go blow him. We never had sex other than that first time, that was it, I just kept happening, right? Then I move out to LA, or I go to sleepaway college. And then, uh, yeah, when you go to community college, that's what happens, you go to sleepaway college, right? So, <laughs> and then we lose touch, right? And then 2007, I get on Facebook. And I don't know about you, when Facebook, when I first got on Facebook, literally for the first two years, I got an apology every month. <laughs> Mostly from guys who were dicks to me, all right? That I actually really liked. It was awesome. That was the best part about Facebook. Early Facebook was those goddamn apologies coming in. I'm like, who is it this time? Yeah. <laughs> and then I get one from Conrad out of the blue. And he goes, I kept getting your people you may know. It kept popping up for him, right? And he's like, I've, uh, I've been wanting to talk to you for many years, and I want to apologize for how I treated you back then because it was awful, and I wish I had never done any of that stuff, and you deserved way more. And I felt so relieved that I had had a full circle moment on it. And then he capped it off by this. He goes, and the reason why is because I am now the father of three daughters. And I would hate that if any of them treated uh, them the way I treated you, I would fucking kill them. And I went, yeah, that's what happens when you're a dick in high school. You end up with fucking daughters. And now you gotta worry about you for the rest of your fucking life. He's a fireman in Albany, so if you ever run into him, <laughs> tell him Wendy says hello and thank you. All right, thanks. All right, we're back in the Blackout Diaries. That was the great Wendy Wilkins with her <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese love and dump story. <laughs> that was incredible. And we have Wendy with Wendy, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, it's, you know. Everybody's drunk on something, and it just happens to be dick in my case. 
Yes, <laughs> drunk dick. I really like that. It's a, a bad vice. Dicks yeah. with dicks too. It sounded like with that story. I always love. I always love when they uh, when they find God with because they had daughters. Those are always the same assholes. Oh yeah. I, I never respected women as people until I had one of them myself. Then yeah. I realized, yeah. oh wait a minute, yeah. that's not I mean, person. You know, it's uh. <laughs> It is an age old thing <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. fun because it's still it's still happening blatantly today in the comedy world. Like you'll see a lineup that yeah. has no women oh, or sure. just one woman and you're just like, oh, it's because they're mm-hmm. scared of, I, I guess, a woman calling them out for being asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Like and usually the woman is like somebody who's like really elevated, but you had a bunch of schlubs. On the lineup, besides that, you know, just one one mm-hmm. or five year ones, you know, yeah. but like the woman has to be like, mm-hmm. you know, already passed. And that, it's just it's disgusting. And it's just like, buddies, we're OK. We're not going to take your dick jokes away. We have our own. You have your own. That's it. We don't need to. We don't need to like yeah. compete for the dick jokes because there's too many of them. Yeah. You have your own, know, you have exactly. your own dick stories, yeah. dick vices, yeah. dick trunks. <laughs> I love uh, what I, I mean. I, I laughed so hard when you told that story at the live show and just <laughs> what he blurted out. Uh, remind me again what he blurted out. Oh, he's like, uh, oh, my God, broke. if you get pregnant, what am I going to tell my girlfriend? Oh, <laughs> Maybe he was asking for legit advice. I don't know. You're a woman. You know. Uh, let's say you were my girlfriend, and not not obviously you're not now. We're just sleeping together. But <laughs> if he came back and was pregnant, what would you say? I mean, that's that's an amazing thing yeah, to say get, in the moment. No, yeah, it's I just think, I think go like ahead. if go he ahead. was to get divorced or his wife passed away and then we met up again, it wouldn't be the same because I'm a hundred percent different person i might fuck him just to like get the revenge you know like just to be like adult Uh wendy can fuck you now you know but like because back then it just you know you have no self-esteem you don't think you're ever going to get out of your town you're just like you're going after the dick because that's like for me like the reason why i went after guys who were kind of dicks to me or ignored me was because that's how my dad treated my mom when they got divorced so when they were out in public and my brother and i played tons of sports so we were always at games and whenever i saw my dad with my mom he just sort of i think he was doing it to try to keep peace because he had his parents were just horrible when they were getting divorced like his who he thought was his father that's a whole nother story kidnapped him at one point so like he had a lot of family trauma that i realized later but when i was growing up my dad just didn't want to cause a scene out in public so like he just sort of ignored my mom but then that taught me that any boy that ignored me that's who i want you know because i want that attention you know from the guy i can't get it from Mm -hmm. you know instead of the guys that actually were giving me attention so um as an so that's where i was back when i you know lost my virginity to conrad but like as an adult now, like I just had this, this guy I was hooking up with just like totally coordinated a hookup and then didn't show up. And now he's asking again. And I'm like, no, I'm not second choice. I'm not backup plan, fucker. You know, no, yeah, he, no, this isn't Chuck E. Cheese, Wendy. This is Fuck adult. Off. This is Fuck adult, off. Wendy. You, know, you had you had the chance. Yeah. It takes one time as an adult. Back when I was, it took about fifteen times. But when I'm an adult, it takes one time to fuck up, and that's it. I got plenty of other dick to go sit on. That's good. Yeah. That's growth. It only took fifteen um, years, now, but whatever. But I, like that. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. You got there eventually. Um, but but that line is just like it's it's such a dumb like insensitive thing to say in the moment. And like you, I'm sure you've told that story too. Like we, we get a lot of women on the blackout diaries who that like, they then say how their boyfriend then says a line along those lines. And you're like, Holy shit. What was that guy thinking? You know? And you've probably, I'm sure told that story to your friends. Like, do they tell you other things that guys have told them during sex that are like, Oh my God, what the fuck was Um, that person thinking? It's interesting. They haven't, but, but the mindset I think is, is that, when you guys are growing up, you, you tend not to, and this is kind of um, how you're raised as well, is that you tend not to be held to the same kind of responsibility 
as we are as women to your behavior. So him saying that is a natural thing for him to say mm -hmm. because he never got checked. He also didn't have sisters. He was an only kid. So like he never got checked in, hey, what the fuck are you thinking? So, and that, I think that happens a lot, you know, growing up, you guys don't ever get checked by your friends, especially if you get a lot of bro friends, you know, and like, there's plenty of adult men are still in that mm -hmm. same mindset. Um, you know, people, people talked about like, you know, you know, people being dicks and that kind of stuff, but not, not that kind of same kind of line. I wish I want, I want to know like what the dumbest things people have said after they just came. Like that would be great. <laughs> that would be its own podcast in itself. <laughs> you know, that's a good show. It's called Checking Connor. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had more stories. Huh? Now, how long did you? What? Uh, how long it did was... you work at that Chuck E. Cheese? Okay. Yeah, let's let's get into the Chuck E. Cheese. Who are we can? We, yeah. we we we. Yeah. I mean, because I just had, there's no, got to I mean, be. A, I like, like yeah. I like progression. I like adulthood and yeah. you know advancing forward, doing the work and therapy and all that. Yeah, but let's yeah. get down to brass tacks. <laughs> let's get into the goddamn well, I was Chuck at Denny's Cheese. Denny's in high school. That was my first like W two job. And really, no. Did you know, oh, because what happened there? was uh, like the... when you get closer to your to your 18th birthday. All of a sudden, everybody's like, yeah. oh, yeah, as soon as they turn 18, they're going to move you to the, the graveyard shift. And I had a manager right. that adored me, but the other manager hated me. And she always tried to make it the most miserable as possible when she was on work. So as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, she is 100% going to put me on nights, regardless of what the other manager says. So I was like, I'm mm. so like, I think a week before my 18th birthday, I quit. And um uh yeah. No. You're no you're no dummy. Right it's almost like a, it's almost like the Vietnam War and <laughs> yeah. draft or something. Yeah. Like the second you turn 18, yeah. they're exactly. going to put you on the front lines. They're, they're exactly. going to put you in and the so shit. I was going to community college cuz uh I I got into an art school but like a really high end. It's School of Visual Arts in New York City which was really super expensive and the parents were like you're not taking out loans to be in debt for the rest of your life so mm -hmm. i was like oh, i gotta figure this out my dad's like just go to community college so i was like okay i need a job i can get one at the mall or i can get one at chuck e cheese where my best friend was working so i was like oh i, I have an it. inn at chuck e cheese so that's how i got into <laughs> chuck e cheese so i was there for yeah, yeah for the change your life yeah 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 best for friend the full two life. years i was in community, community college and it was great because everybody was about our age, so we just partied, you know. It was just fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Give yeah. me, give me inside the inner woundings of the. Well, first of all, there's obviously uh, romance is in the air. The I energy don't know is pop. It's romance per Cheese. se, but there's a lot of boners <laughs> and uh, you know. Well, you know what I mean. You're you're you're, you're yeah. right out of high school uh, yeah, 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 vibes yeah. going on for sure. And um, the mechanical animals are there. Do you, do you know, mm -hmm. I've seen videos of that, or that's like set to like a hard floppy disk. Yeah, oh, it was. Day, uh, I think. Yeah, it was. You know um, I mean? So to... there was the main stage had the animatronics and there was a room off to the side and it had this big kind of computer thing mm -hmm. with flashy lights and stuff like that. And it was, uh, it was a, like on a floppy disk <laughs> thing. And there was uh, four different shows that would rotate every day. So, you know, like if you were there for an hour and a half, you would see two, they would do two cycles and then another two cycles. And then it would cycle through again or something along that lines. I can't remember. So it was, yeah, it just had a room where it would do it. And then, um, then they had the beagles, which were, four dogs okay. dressed like the Beatles and they would play, uh, you know, versions yes. of the Beatles songs, but with dog references. Yeah, I, remember that. That. I love that room. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, so they would play Beatles. They would play Beatles songs. Yeah. With dog yeah. Lyrics? Like I can't even remember how it went, but if you look it up on YouTube, Come on. you look it up on YouTube, like, 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 you know, yeah, like something like that. Yeah, it was, fun. Like that. It was super <laughs> fun. Like I would, on my break, I would just sit in there and listen. Cause it was fun. <laughs> and then there was Chucky. I mean, so everybody, when you work there, within your first month, you have to be Chucky. And that's like an initiation, mm. you know, into the world of Chucky. Because it is not fun. <laughs> that uniform is just this, like, really, um, that fiberglassy kind of shell thing that they literally dry clean once a year. And then in between everybody, they would give you this disinfectant that was like Lysol. It was so fucking gross. And some guys would take their hat off in the break room and they'd be drenched in sweat. And I'm like, I don't want to get that goddamn thing. I don't want to get that goddamn thing. And then the kids were the worst. Little boys were the worst because they would pull on your tail. They would kick you. They would try to punch you right. in the 
in the junk to see if you're a boy or a girl. Like they just did like the or try to get. I don't. I don't know if boys grow out of that. I've seen men, men think that if you're a mascot, there's no, not a human it's underneath insane. it. <laughs> that you're just something that can be Fucking like like grow punched, up. You know? God damn it! I can't believe um, you even get laid if you're an adult male and you do that. Because no one should. That's my thing. If, <laughs> if no guy should get laid if they are fucking sexist, broist, the, you know, act like they're ten year olds again. Like I know ten year olds that are way more mature than some fifty year olds. I'm like fuck off. Uh, that's my new word this year is fuck off. No. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. That's very succession of you. Oh, I don't yeah, watch the show. Very so succession I, of you. <laughs> I know, but it's 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 good, got a uh, comeback good. because of that I think because the actor out front. What what are the what were the managers like at Chuck E. Cheese? Because I I always liked those jobs where the whole staff <laughs> is high school, and then like usually yeah. your manager, like the person in charge right. of this, you know, the business that probably makes over a million in revenue a year, well, is like a twenty three well, we, year old or about, something like that. Uh, one was like five years older than us, and another one was and out of college, like business. So like, if you go to Enterprise, rent a car. Mm-hmm. All those people are newly graduated business people. It's like they, they have this pipeline. So get your first taste of what business is like and go work at enterprise. So it's kind of like that, like your first taste of like, if you have a marketing degree or you're in restaurant management or whatever, you go there. So there was one that was like five years, another one that was 10. And then there was this one lady, she was awesome. She was like in her sixties and she used to like her husband and her used to run around the country like he was a long-haul trucker and she was part of a biker gang and she it just was she had like the best story she smoked yes. um uh, virginia slim so like and she would only get so busy she'd only smoke like a, a little sitting there because you can still smoke in that in chucky at that time and right. it, you know her stories were just hilarious you know she had a big kind of bufani you know hair and like you know but like everybody was super professional one guy he left and opened up a diner in my town um so like yeah. yes. really they were very professional i'm gonna say that yes. that kind of surprises me yeah I'll, they I'll nobody yeah. there was fucking any of the employees which was good right. uh would I tell you old? Would I tell you old Chuck E. Cheese stories like about Krusty the Cat? Before <laughs> I don't even time. know who Krusty the Cat is. <laughs> He was he was like a character in the seventies who didn't take off. So they, they, Mr. Oh, Munch okay, Mr. Munch. We had we had three costumes. Yeah. We had Chucky, we had Mr. Munch, and we had uh, I think his name was uh-huh. Luigi the the chef, the Italian chef. One, those yes, three. So sometimes absolutely. they the other two mm-hmm. really came out, but like you know Chucky was a standard one. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they were all like I looked up to those managers. They were cool. They they like you know they were professional and they were funny and they just were like yeah we're in a we're in this kid thing but this is you know we're taking it seriously even though yeah god so the man yeah so the managers were okay how were the customers i would imagine the customers are the worst <laughs> part right. about well, the well i don't cheese. know if you guys know but you cannot walk into a Chuck E. cheese as a single man without a child that's the pedophile. Yeah, that's really? yeah, it's I on the door. I was Absolutely. at my kids. It's on that's the door. hilarious. So yeah. yeah. So it's like a pedophile rule. Which is sexist, well, if you ask me. Is there well, no women yeah. are, pedophiles? But... No, is there no women yeah, kidnappers? Yeah, women but kidnappers, they tend not right? to go to a Chuck E. Cheese. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. So they like, um, they like the part. you know, okay. So like during the week, if I worked the week, it was a lot of like single dads who were getting their kids. Like, especially in the summer, single dads getting their kids for the day or something, you know, like there was, there was this one old guy, like really old, like, like to have a kid, like he was like in his sixties, but his kid was like 12. And we were always like, is this his grandson? But then the way they acted, I was like, no, this is his fucking kid. And he would ask us to put the pizza through twice. So it was almost burnt. And, but he was super nice and he like always tipped us. So I was like, what the fuck? Who gives a shit? You know? Um, <laughs> and, um, and then on the weekends, the birthday parties is like, shoot you in the head. So, you know, it was a gaggle of yeah. boys and girls coming in, having birthday parties. And I was a birthday hostess for a while. So that was more manageable than actually being out on the floor. Cause everybody's just fucking running around. Saturdays are great. So one time I'm working the, the bar, which they have beer and wine there and sodas. And mm-hmm. yeah, very yeah. cheap too. Yeah, it's we, it's pretty uh, affordable. Noticed. So I turn around and I see this kid, yeah. and he's eating like a ice cream cone. He's licking away, but his he's like three, and his pants are on his ankles, and he is just doing this to his wing, 
you know, he just has discovered his dick mm -hmm. and he's just licking away, <laughs> grabbing it. I'm like, this kid is living his best life. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a regular frat party, actually. It doesn't sound like you're, doesn't sound like anything different than what you, uh, yeah, what you experience yeah, then, after the work. You know, with the hours staff. later when we're at a party. Connor. <laughs> All right. But I'm the one doing that. Um, so, yeah, I just gently came around and just said, hey, buddy. And that's when his mom swooped in. It was like, oh, my God. Another kid was running. to. So we had uh, what's called the showtime. And so that was somebody who played games. I did that a lot. Played games, gave out tokens for shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember I announced showtime and I turned around. This kid's like ripping to go do get free tokens. And the next thing I know, he stops and a projectile vomits eggs. You know, just scrambled eggs. I was like, oh, fun times. Then oh, yes. <laughs> there was always kids taking dumps uh, in the, and peeing in the ball crawl. So I like whenever I see ball crawls and people are in it, I'm just like, don't, yeah, oh, don't put your kids in there. Because the literally Yikes. kids, yeah. if they have to poop, they don't want to stop having fun. They're just going to drop trout and take care of business. So oh. then, yeah. If we pulled was, somebody out with yeah. wet pants, we were always like, oh, I got to shut the ball crawl down. And then everybody had to stay to wash the balls, you know, <laughs> to the washing machine. So, yeah, the dishwasher. Does everyone have to uh, wash the balls individually, all the weight staff, <laughs> like they're rolling silverware or something? Okay, everyone get 50 balls. And like, like, like you're cleaning an oil spill with the paper towels. We had these big mesh bags and we would shovel them in the mesh bag and it fit, you know, it was just shaped enough to stick through the dishwasher yeah. and then. We went through it. So, but it, oh, it takes a lot because then you have to get the steam cleaner to clean the rug. And then you had to like hand clean all around the surfaces. So, yeah, that happened probably about once a month. We had to fucking do that. That was awful. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. I actually would have assumed it. Well, to, uh, it probably did, but we were like, yeah. oh, we don't want to have to take care of this. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, it's urine. <laughs> Right, they have to make a business decision. Are we going to clean this every single time this happens? I mean, like, we're just going to keep that. This is pre-COVID, uh, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different measures. Uh, well, Wendy, thank you so much uh, for joining us and yes. telling us all the different adventures at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, can you give our listeners um, some ways sure. they can follow more um, of you, The please? best way is Instagram. That's where I post all my shows and all my tours and my monthly flyers for where I'm going to be and stuff. Um, that's at, at Wendy Jean. W-E-N-D-Y-J-E-A-N. Uh, there's another Wendy Wilkins in Los Angeles. She's Australian. She got into SAG six months before me. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so I have to be Wendy Jean Wilkins uh, for acting and writing. But she never, she name, never dressed. She no, never dresses Chuck fuck Cheese, no, I'll tell you that fuck no. right now. Uh, but comedy, I'm Wendy she Wilkins. And then uh, you can find me on Facebook. It's not much. I just use Facebook to, like, talk to high school friends and then get DMs from guys from high school who I blew and regret regret never coming back for more so there's a lot of that another, um, another great yeah. another great then, blog list there <laughs> high schools that I and if you're a twitter person i'm sorry i can't figure it out it, it blows like i get my brain it's falling apart yeah. this is yeah. this is the worst time to learn it you know, it's like learning a language before the country collapses or something like that. Yes, I, I don't even know. And I'm on TikTok, but that is Wendy G. Wilkins. But I just review a potato chips when I go on tour. So, like, salty snacks. So, wherever I go on tour, I get a local salty snack and then I review it. Uh, mm. For my mom, was her name Shirley? She was a junk food junkie. And so I do it on Shirley's taste test, one to five. And then I tell you where I'm going to perform that night. So, it's just like a dumb thing. I'm like, I nice. No, you have to do it. And people love food. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. love people reviewing yeah. food. It's, so. it's incredible. <laughs> so that's it. Really it but good, yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you guys for having me. The show was insane. Oh, Everybody thank you. We really appreciate the it. Show whenever Great. they're in Chicago. It is amazing. And, uh, you know, maybe eventually I'll have a drunk story. But until then, it's a lot of dick stories. Uh, until you then, hey, we're happy to have a Chuck E. Cheese segment at the yeah, show. So don't, don't worry. Uh, don't go out and get drunk for us. <laughs> Yeah, you don't oh, need no, to be drunk to Oh, no, definitely not when it comes yourself. to dicks. <laughs> I can do that sober all day long. So. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Whitney. Thanks, right, Thanks for joining. All right, we're back here in the Blackout Diaries. That was amazing Wendy Wilkins with uh, Chuck E. Cheese love stories. <laughs> I feel like we all learned and grew, and grew a lot. That's what that, that, that We did. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> we, we aren't... Um, 
we 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 liked the story so much, even though it was a side note that we we wanted to uh, almost do an entire episode on Chuck E. Cheese if we could. It's just mm-hmm. it's just so funny. There's been um, a lot of notorious incidents. You see videos of fights going down there, Chuck E. Cheese's, and it's like I think, and I think it's a reason for a combination of things we've we've discovered. One, you mm-hmm. mentioned the cheap alcohol that happens in the beginning. Yeah, that doesn't help. They're encouraging parents, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's a lot of tension with the kids in there, and the kids are competing in games. A lot of pressure in the games going on there, you know. So we 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 throw it down. So you yeah, want your to- kids are crying that they don't. Right. That you know, well, and it is hilarious. It's like you go to the basketball thing. You're an mm-hmm. eight-year-old. Yeah. You somehow shoot 50% from three-point land, <laughs> and you can't even win a keychain, you know, because you think you're going to win, like, one of the big, like, right. the level of, it's almost like when they talk about, like, hyperinflation, like, when a government collapses, like, that's what those Chuck E. Cheese currencies are worth when you go over to collect a prize. <laughs> so everyone's disappointed, right. you know, everyone's <laughs> disappointed. That's and good. it leads to melees. It leads to mayhem, and there was recently a fight in um, was it Cleveland? This, this was in that? Cleveland. Well, yeah, th- it's always happening. Like when I was growing up, I feel like like there was always a big brawl at Chuck E. Cheese that was making yes. the news. I feel like there always was. And what's going on yeah. there? And uh, there's a lot of pressure in the air, like you said, with the competition, the parents, yeah. the kid, and then and then you throw in a dollar fifty beers and the mouse <laughs> bands, and you you th- you think the you think the uh, the Beagles would chill them out. They play some of the more chill Beatles music, <laughs> yeah. but I guess- well, maybe that's the other problem. This isn't like a live band. This is a good thing that we should keep in mind with AI, AI yeah. coming on and automation. Right. A live band, you can say, "Fellas, fellas, yeah, play something to bring the mood down here." Yeah, you know, let's, get, let's, let's get out of the helter skelter. A hard barks night again. Yeah, again, <laughs> yeah let's get know? out of the helter skelter era and uh, <laughs> bring it to here comes the sun or something. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the. the, the, the Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm talking about this fight here that happened in Cleveland recently. Yeah, there's some there's, good details here. And there's a good, amazing footage of it with blah, blah, blah. There's a fight going on, obviously. And um, they say they're about It's to also, real down. quickly, it's one of those fights that's ve- it's very difficult to stop a fight mm-hmm. in Chuck right. E. Cheese. Just because well, of all the obstacles. You got ball pits, you got tunnels. A lot of obstacles, big open space, a lot of things that can be thrown across. Like, yeah, chairs, ball <laughs> pits, just the things, you know, mouse guitars and whatnot. Animatronic arms Anim- <laughs> just torn off. Uh, a manager called dispatcher. I need the cops now. We got a big fight going on. Guests just flipped the tables in my showroom. I need someone now. I like I like still referring to the showroom, show- using the terms, you know. <laughs> like the it's the Agora are- Theater. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Where are you? The amphitheater? No, Chuck E. Cheese. I get the main showroom here, too. <laughs> it started, I guess, when uh, two small children got to an altercation. Then the moms confronted each other. And then one spit in the other one's face. Once you, once you spit it, forget about oh, it. Oh, boy. It's, now, it's, yeah, now it's fisticuffs. <laughs> There's no de-escalation there. Right, there absolutely isn't. <laughs> um, which is funny. I guess the police body camera showed that uh, they would, they finally words would calm each other down. Then it would pick break back up. You know, like some other, some other like ball of <laughs> maybe a ball pit if you will. Yeah, gets it go back. I'm like, okay, here we go again. So they finally cuffed people, and people were complaining about, oh my, you know, wife's. My wife's complaining about being in handcuffs, and, and and the officer with the money quote here says, "Well, maybe you shouldn't start a fight in a Chuck E. Cheese." I love what <laughs> just saying the location of the place. Yeah, it's kind of like, like you're, yeah, like you're at a library or something right. like that. Yeah, kind of like what we said. This is Christmas Eve, fellas. Everybody, this mm-hmm. is a Chuck E. Cheese. Well, and I I am sure I, I don't know if sympathy is the right word I have for these people, but I, uh-huh. like I'm sure there's this moment. Uh, that I, I can imagine where I'm sure when the fight happens, you're just so angry. You have yeah. no idea where you're consciously at. But then when the cops come and you're being processed and handcuffed and you look around and, you know, kids are playing whack-a-mole, like you got to be like, this isn't going to look good. Right. <laughs> you're getting arrested right. here at a Chuck E. Cheese. Someone discharged pepper spray, which, I mean, who? how could you even tell when that gets on the food? What's the difference there? What's going on? I mean, this the disease, the, the diseases alone. I imagine a pepper spray sanitized that whole place. <laughs> Apparently, one of the women uh, had a gun. She pulled it out during the brawl and waved it. Uh, but the woman had a yeah. concealed carry permit, but the officers then pointed out that Chuck E. Cheese does not allow guns inside the restaurant. Luckily, there's a sign. Says <laughs> we need shoes, no shitting in the ball pit, and no guns, please. 
That's funny because we always laugh. I always laugh when you see things like that. Like we like like we were the other day and like a sign like on the library, no guns. Oh, no guns allowed. It was in Chicago actually, but like, and that's what it's mm-hmm. for. It's literally for like, hey, I, I I've, that's how crazy our gun laws are. I have, I yeah. says like I'm allowed to carry this. Yes, you are, but you cannot do it at a Chuck E. Cheese. You can't come into our establishment. Right. But what's funny about that is it's like, well. Who's going to enforce that at Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, right. Why would we need <laughs> You this? walk in with a gun, you know? It's like, I'm already the, you know, out-armed, you know? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, th- this is so funny. And it is funny when you you order at these places, too. Like, I, I go to a lot of restaurants like this, CJ. Yeah. And uh, the food is atrocious. <laughs> That's another reason why the drinks yeah, have people to be are so at, cheap. The people food are is so bad. Right. You, when you're taking your kids there for the day, you're like, at least let me get a meal out of this. But you're getting this cardboard pizza. You know, you're getting like yeah. the... Everywhere, it, every like if you went to like Rain uh, Rainforest Cafe back in the day where they had animatronic yes. animals, the food because yeah, yeah. the, the food's made for kids and kids right. don't like anything with flavor, you know. So the mm-hmm. food's terrible. That's why they have to keep the alcohol uh, so cheap. My kids liked this place um, right by my house called Junction Diner, uh-huh. which is a railroad themed kids place. And what you do is you sit. Uh, the entire diner is like a giant oval, like an old school bar or old school yeah. diner. And a train delivers your food, a model train. So, like, you order a cheeseburger, sure. and about five minutes later, you hear choo choo, yep. and a train comes up yeah. and gives you. But it's funny, as the dad, whenever I order a beer, it comes on the train too. <laughs> Just got like a little beer, beer coming around all the customers. But I, I'll tell you, that's a good. That's actually what Chuck E. Cheese should do, because you don't. I and I'm pretty um, like. Brazen about drinking and yeah. shameless, but I right. will not have more than three beers there because I'm just no, like I can't have this restaurant see like a th- like the Orient Express come around right. three times, you know, and deliver three train you know, rides is your limit there for sure. Yeah, I mean you're right. That's a good way to shame alcoholics and to do it if you make a big production out of your drink order. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, coming in, you you, you know what they should do is they have should just get rid of beer. You know how like some restaurants have like a birthday cake that's so flamboyant you don't even want it, you know, yeah. like giant sparklers and all that. Like right. that should be the alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese. It should be so <laughs> embarrassingly to to order it and have it presented to you yeah. that you you can't do more than two or three. <laughs> I do like that. I like the train just constantly going in circles. Just keep it moving. I don't even want to stop it. You just keep dropping the beers <laughs> into the fucking train. <laughs> Back up the caboose. <laughs> but the, they got to blow the whistle. That is great. Up oh, table four again. <laughs> um, now, the other thing we were... Uh, talking about here is maybe like um what did we want to talk about next there, there, there's so many different well areas the kid the kid scenario what do you get that's where the tension comes with the adults and the kids I mean, and, and kids got annoyed. But, other but, people's kids are so obnoxious they they are and that's why you can't take alcohol away i think because it deals with it for yeah. the people who are there for the side effects that's what i think mm-hmm. there's that viral video of that guy yelling on the airplane uh Recently about about the oh kid. about the crime baby yeah about the crime that's baby. the hardest I've laughed in in years <laughs> at that I video felt, I, I, I felt I for that it. guy I felt for that guy pretty well I, mean, I was not on his side 100 percent but I'm like yeah I I got I get where you're coming from you know <laughs> he had someone amazing yelling <laughs> shit he was yelling does he pay more does he pay more to do that <laughs> yeah they go sir. Sir, you're yelling. So is the baby. Yeah, it's he makes a good a point. Great, he made valid points. <laughs> it's a great defense in life. Other than you're ba- just right. acting inappropriate at a party. Yes, and but you have like, a developed you, brain. You just like Sean. You just vomited in the corner, right? And, and knocked so over did the baby. <laughs> so did the baby. So did the baby. But you have a developed brain. Do I? Do I not? Do with I? here, I gotta hear these yell babies yelling and screaming. I love the paying extra for yelling. It's like paying you extra I, for no yelling. one paid extra. It's Southwest. <laughs> right. It was Southwest. That is for sure. The full video, he says all kinds of quotes in there. I mean, there was some Dude, that dude's so there. crazy. It wasn't even caught that he opens his tirade with, if that right. was a black baby, this wouldn't be happening. <laughs> I mean, like, and, right. and we didn't even notice that, you know. Yeah. Which is code for that, that they, they would hit him. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> even though it was a baby, they would pay for, uh, they would, uh, 
<laughs> beat older kids, which I kind of agree with. Not abs- uh, beating babies, obviously. But uh, <laughs> I was on a plane um, last week, actually, and the kid was like, the kid right behind me was playing a video game with no headphones in, which is, you know. Okay. If you're it's obnoxious. Adult, it's obnoxious, and it's like it was just constantly looping. Then he, I think he even fell asleep into it, but it was just going on, mm-hmm. like you know, just constantly. It was like this weird techno music homepage, and it was crazy. Basically, and I like like finally I said something. The, the mom was like, like the mom was just like letting the kids do whatever they want, and like uh, obviously, go, can you can you tell them to put headphones in or something, you know, or turn it off? He's mm-hmm. not even up. And she goes, and she like looked at me sincerely. She goes, I already I told him. I already I said, what do you want me to do about it? What do you mean, what, what do you want? You don't want to know what you want me to do about it. I'd fucking I'd lock him what in the bathroom. Want? What do you want me to do about it? You be the fucking parent. That's they're always like no, they, yeah, they don't want completely to, helpless. They in don't this want to be the bad man. guy. It's just an amazing situation when they do that. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, well, I mean, what else is there to do? I already said <laughs> I have no agency in this situation. Right. My child said no. <laughs> I told him it was a bad idea. <clears throat> it's amazing. Like Jess and I were actually just um, on a flight coming back from Florida, which is the worst state to fly out of because it's Florida. all kids, you know. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, especially if you're near Orlando, which we were. Yeah. Um, but uh, and we were in like boarding group C, so we knew we were not going to be by each other, and we were going to be by a middle aisle, and it's all like kids all around. So you're just kind of like sizing up these kids and trying to figure okay well that's a newborn i definitely don't want that right you know or maybe i'd want a newborn over a toddler but you sure. know i'd prefer a teen or you know and i sit down and it it it, it, wor- it worked out fine and just is like doing the same calculus that i am and she she just sits down at next to this kid who looked like he was old enough to be well behaved and he just turns yeah. to her and starts hee-hawing like a donkey <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell her face like fuck i made the wrong choice yeah oh <laughs> man this one's crazy shit <laughs> <laughs> and like uh it was the same thing where uh i think it was a family of four so he's on he's behind the rest of his family is in the seat row in front of her right and she, he had crazy parents that didn't do anything you know mm-hmm. yeah absolutely That's which is why <clears throat> Some places, uh, CJ, are talking about banning kids from their restaurants and bars I was. for I was this gonna, reason. I was going to say real quick, Sean, did, you, did you see the thing that went viral, that uh, baseball player, I think he plays for the Blue Jays, and he posted a picture of these kids, with his kids with popcorn underneath them, and he's like, United Airlines, their flight attendants made my pregnant wife get on her hands and knees and clean up this popcorn with a mess. <laughs> Unbelievable. A, was it a joke? Was he doing no, a joke? No, he thought people were going to be on his side. <laughs> like everyone just blew back on him. Obviously, like that's yeah, amazing. What's right. amazing about that is it's offensive at like five levels. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like a you're making your pregnant wife do your work and yeah. made her do it by, right. by you know b you're just letting your like you think employees have to clean up after you and your yeah. kids. That's amazing. And his popcorn, it blowback, and he go and he like and once he got blowback, which he couldn't believe he got. You know, he was just like whoa, whoa, whoa. The, 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 United provided the popcorn. That wasn't us, you know? <laughs> like, and people were like, no, they didn't. They know how messy popcorn is. And they would never fucking provide that. <laughs> Popcorn's messy for adults, let alone kids. I also don't believe United actually made them do it. I'm sure they right. were like, sir, honestly, yeah. you're not yeah. going to clean this up, you know? And it's <laughs> I like, mean, oh, I guess if you're going to make my wife. You you're going to make my you know? pregnant wife while I film it. <laughs> Oh man, that's amazing! No, yeah. I did not hear about that. That's hilarious. Yeah. So now restaurants are banning kids, and that's—I uh, mean, not—they are, but there is one or two that uh, they do it in. Like, um, where was this happen? Was this New Jersey where this happened? This you... one is New Jersey. There's one in Chicago that did something comparable, and it—it it, it always makes like national news because they always make a big to do yeah. about it on Facebook, and they put up right. a big sign in their front window. Uh, this is a New Jersey restaurant that is banning kids. Under 10 over, quote, crazy messes. Over crazy messes, yep. just like the popcorn situation. Yeah. Where I like I, I like laws that are taking place, like, out of anger and emotion. Like, that's it. No more kids. <laughs> over, there's too much of these crazy messes, like, over the one incident. Not, you know, not taking a step back, not breathing it in. 
just say that. I, yeah. I mean, they're always posted to Facebook at 11.30 p.m. at night. You can tell when the staff is cleaning for the night, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> the signs are always hastily made. Uh, like, they were never professionally printed or something <laughs> like that. Like, you could tell they're all, like, knee-jerk reactions. <clears throat> oh, man. This is called... <laughs> this this uh, almost seems like This a is joke. Nettie's House of Spaghetti just gonna in s- Titan Falls, New Jersey. What do you think's going to happen at <laughs> Nettie's House of Spaghetti? <laughs> Nettie's House of Spaghetti. The name alone makes me want to throw, throw spaghetti against the wall. <laughs> hey, it's Nettie's House of Spaghetti, and I'm an adult. I, you should of. just want to have fun with the food. You want to like uh, right. do Lady in the Tramp with the spaghetti yes, noodles, exactly. throw meatballs. You do little tricks. You do it with a spoon. You twirl yeah. it around. <laughs> Sorry, so what happened here in uh, Tenton Falls, New Jersey, here at Nettie's House of Spaghetti? <laughs> obviously, there was a big, uh, it says a big it, mess. It, it said they needed to, quote, take control of the situation. Mm-hmm. We love kids. We truly do, the restaurant <laughs> stated. But lately, it's been extremely challenging to accommodate children's at Nettie's House of Spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, what adults are coming in to eat spaghetti together? So you got spaghetti, there's going to be kids involved. <laughs> Yeah. We just like to serve children's food to adults. Spaghetti, America, adult Americans got done with spaghetti right. before World War II. All right, you know, like it was, it was interesting. Like when the first like three boats of Italians came over, we're like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, sure. And then we properly, you know, recognize it as a child's. Right, it's a child's story. Italians only, sp- yeah. Italians only spaghetti. They were, they have a much more complicated, yeah. much more, uh, you know, sophisticated pasta at least. Or- Macaron, as they call it. Um, so it's just been too much. I like this. Not all restaurants are fit for a family atmosphere. And then, of course, people get upset about this. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like the notes in here. I like the comments. This is sad to hear. I was looking forward to trying trying out your place with a well-behaved nine-year-old, but I'm not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I have a well-behaved one. Um, like you said before, it's so- like, you don't... You don't have to make the official ban if you wanted to do it. No. But I guess maybe mm-hmm. this place does if they want to serve. But you can say just, you're just saying just make a restaurant, put a fucking candle on the goddamn, make it, you know, a, a lit, put a lit. Put a candle on the table, get rid of the yeah. chicken tenders. <laughs> right. That's all you got to do. No kids will come. Get rid of the mac yeah. and cheese and tenders. No Throw kid wants to eat there. out there and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Daddy says. I mean, these are all performative things where they, uh, you know, they want to get press for it, which is fine because I do like the idea of. um, I mean, that's what like when Justin and I go out alone, we go to restaurants where we're not going to have to deal with kids. Now we don't look for a restaurant that has formally banned them because that's probably going to be an obnoxious place. We go to a <laughs> restaurant where we, as parents, were like, I would never take my fucking yes, kids here. You yeah, know, a tapas yeah. restaurant. I'm I gonna take my kids to a tapas. Yeah, I don't restaurant. want people that announce they don't have kids. It's one of people that it's assumed. <laughs> I want I want restaurants that kids don't want to be at. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would like three kids try to uh, trench coat. You know, st- on top of each other's shoulders, trench coat, and try to break in and Nettie <laughs> spaghetti. spaghetti to start a full-on kid spaghetti fight. Wait a minute, they just know how sloppily they're eating spaghetti. This is kids. I think there might be kids under that trench coat. <laughs> well, they're smacking the sauce on their That's face. That's hilarious. <laughs> There's sauce all over his face. Look at that. Uh, well, CJ, I mean, you know, the other advantage uh, to banning kids yeah. is, like, you know, kind of what you were talking about in the opening is you, you have to keep your eye on who's above age right. and underage if you're serving a range of these. So you end up prob- in, with problems like this Applebee's in Michigan, which got a toddler drunk on accident. A toddler's pretty young. Now, <laughs> that's not the uh, 16-year-old I was talking about. <laughs> to get a drink. <laughs> I do think the parents have some, have an issue here. Have a, a right issue. There it is. A 15-month-old was hospitalized after behind a bar mix-up at a Michigan Applebee's that left the toddler sipping alcohol instead of apple juice. <laughs> they noticed their son acting strange during a family dinner. He was saying hi and bye to the walls. Now, how can you tell the difference between a drunk 18-month-year-old or 15-month-year-old and a sober one? It's almost impossible because a normal kid... Already acts yeah, drunk. Right. That's what I mean. You know, like they they repeat the same stories. They they vomit all the time. Like Wendy yeah. was talking about that. Like, you know how many kids just vomit? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, um, because like they, they eat a full pizza and then they run to the tunnel room at uh, or whatever, a Chuck E. Cheese and they vomit. Um, 
So this he must have been like a hyperactive kid. Like that I'll bet you he was just acting abnormal for his own personality. This is amazing. Um right. <laughs> he said, "Hi and bye to the walls." Then he said then he laid his head down like he was sleepy but then woke up and got really hyper. Which which, which we've all done. You think you're lying down like nope, this ain't happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> At first, she thought it was his lack of sleep, but then in the meal, the, the, the dad was stunned by what she took a sip of his son's juice, an alcohol concoction that was stored in a mislabeled container. <laughs> first of all, bring your own fucking apple juice, by the way, if, if you're bringing your own kid, right? I'm sure the restaurant will not mind if you have a sippy cup full of apple juice for a new yeah. 15-month-old. The container was apple juice, but it had margarita mix in it. <laughs> oh, an apple margarita sounds horrible. <laughs> It does sound horrible, uh, but it does sound like something a kid might like. But it, it, it you know, it's funny because like this can only happen at those yeah. kind of restaurants that serve terrible sugary drinks. Because like if you gave a kid real alcohol, they'd be like, right, "I can't you, drink this." You know, this it'd is be gasoline. repulsive. It's poison. You know what I mean? If you're not used to it, I mean, look, it's look, literally it's, poison. It's, so you, yeah, your body rejects it's a, it. It's a huge unflattering comment on your bar that you are serving drinks that kids that enjoy. drink the whole thing up. He said, so he, he, he went to the hospital, his blood alcohol level was 0. 0.10. They said if he drank the whole cup, he would have died, which he easily could have because it was just a sugary apple juice. It <laughs> yeah, was it delicious. Was <laughs> the kid has been back three times since trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> there was, uh, you know, I, I saw, um, I was reading about this story on another mm-hmm. website that also listed like every time you read this kind of story, they mentioned like five other times right. it happened in the last yeah, couple yeah. of years. The incident is similar to a, a thing that happened in California. And they mentioned this one couple that was on in a resort. They were Americans, but they were in a resort in Brazil and they ordered uh, orange juice uh-huh. for their kids. And the restaurant accidentally served them mimosas. And the kids were like, this orange juice tastes right. terrible. The mom drinks it and goes, it's just not the same brand we buy. <laughs> and tells them to keep yeah. drinking, which is hilarious that right. she couldn't. <laughs> well, that's the thing with mimosas, too, but, though, but also, by the way. I think mimosas it, are a big ripoff from the drinking world. The, the, the endless mimosa brunch is always a thing. And it's always a mixed fucking, like, you know, a big concoction where it's very well oh, yeah. down. And that's why I can, I can, see, I can see an alcoholic. Drinking and saying, "Oh, this is just a different, this is just a different kind of orange juice." <laughs> That's you know probably what I mean? true. She, and she was probably on her right. fifth, you the know, Bloody Mary or something not at a the point time. Mimosa. But yeah, but what I I thought was funny is they didn't realize it to the next day when their kids were hung over. <laughs> I guess the kid, so right. I guess the kids got drunk, and the next day they were like, "Oh, I don't want to go see yeah. the ocean. I don't want to do anything. I feel like I'm gonna die." Which you know? yeah, which uh, only proves my point more that the parents were alcoholics and they're not gonna notice it the next day. <laughs> yeah. So did you want to go tonight? No, I just want to drink. Some, let's just watch Netflix and drink some Gatorade or something. I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> All right, that should do it for today's oh, Blackout Diary, Sean. Yep. Um, what do you got going on besides the live Blackout Diary show every week, Friday night at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago, Illinois? At 10, at 10 uh, I've got that. Um, Places I Can't Return To is now available yeah. almost everywhere where books are sold. I just got an email today. It's uh, it's now live at Walmart. Yeah, I've been, I've been noticing the updates. Uh, so. That's exciting. So it's at Walmart. Where else? Because I heard... Uh, it's at Walmart. It's pretty like, much everywhere. People were Google, complaining before. Apple. Before it was only on Amazon, and they didn't want to give money to Bezos. You were t- you were saying, they, yeah, they said I'm not I'm not going to give uh, any more money to Jeff I love Bezos. When people draw lines, right? And I'd be like, oh yeah, and I was like, well, now we're sending it to the benevolent people who <laughs> I, run. I know. Apple. What what billionaire would you like to give your money to? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I kind of like that. Right. Name a cool bi- exactly. billionaire. You know what? Jay Z. Right. I guess I don't <laughs> I know, know. Even those guys. And there's no way. They, they, any billionaires? They, yeah. they, trust me. They have a bad. They have a closet full of people. Yeah. Um, it's better. Sure. I kind of like yeah. Bezos being. I want him to be the only super villain. Kind of like you know, like like I, I I want him to be the only giant billionaire to eat up all the other ones. Just so. Yeah. Like Lex Luthor, it is almost like a comic book. I mean, he's going into outer space. I do like that he had to retire from Amazon. I mean, I right. don't know if this is exactly why, but he's like, yeah, hey, I'm going into space. And his, you know, the board, it's publicly mm-hmm. owned, is like, you can't 
go into space on an experimental <laughs> rocket ship? I mean, you're in charge of the biggest company on Earth. <laughs> Don't you think that's like right. a little reckless? So he's I'll, like, oh, I'll quit. okay, well, yeah, guess I quit. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm going to space. <laughs> it's like like if you told your boss you're rock climbing right. drunk or something. Like, you can't do uh, that, you know? Like, well, no, nope, I'm going to space. Or not. That's hilarious. <laughs> Who do I sign this off to? <laughs> <laughs> he should have been like, wouldn't it be great if he was an eccentric like Willy Wonka and he just signs it off to some random right. person, like takes him into outer space and he's like, well, CJ, you're probably wondering why I picked you to come to outer space with me. Amazon is yours Amazon. now. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing all right well pick what up do you got going i know you're not running amazon i'm not as running yet. Amazon. you haven't uh that hasn't been right bequeathed now, to you I yet am, uh, i do handle boxes i'm the, i don't handle boxes i'm the man in the box my other show is uh bottom line bombs on the sports game podcast just subscribe to that and uh follow me on instagram um as far as shows go uh, uh nothing too much on the upcoming i just got back from the Shining Hotel in Colorado. That was fun. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that next oh, episode. Oh, boy. But, um, yeah, just, just, just subscribe yeah, to Bob that. Line Bombs. I want to hear about, about that. It. That's all I need you to, to do. And more, more importantly, listen to this show. Subscribe. Five yep. star in review if you can figure it out. Review. We're trying to figure out how to review on review. Spotify. If you, if you can leave a review in the app you're yeah. listening to. Just review it, uh, like on Apple, or you find a place Google to Play, review. You're saying wherever, maybe maybe it's a, just write about it on the wall of the bathroom. You're in. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Leave a review right, somewhere. I know. I was trying to review. I was just trying to look, see how you do a review on Spotify, and it is they they don't want. You. I think I think they. I don't you think you can, can do it. Do it. On Spotify. I know you can do it because my other show does have reviews on it. But mm. I, yeah, and oh, like does it. But like you said, I think they actively don't want you to because they don't care. Yeah. They're like, hey, we we handle suggestions here, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's almost like when you go to those Michelin yeah. uh, restaurants, it's like you're not or even allowed D- to or order. Or DJ that you know? doesn't like like that like like the chef is offended if you're yes. you're like you know, hey, I'm in the mood for a burger. Like, well, no, you're getting a 19 course meal of yeah. my choosing. Or a jerk yeah. wedding DJ that doesn't take requests. You know, like he's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spotify is a That's jerk they wedding are, DJ. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Betty, we'll uh, we'll be back next right. week, everyone. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.